Thank you for tuning in to the Big Meat Sport Podcast, where I give you my weekly take on the past week of college and professional sports. So sit back and enjoy the episode. It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? Sorry that I'm coming on here a little bit later on the week than usual, um, but it's for a good cause because I was on vacation uh, with my family. Uh, it was my daughter's second birthday. Shout out to Stella Sky. Love you, my girl. I uh, can't believe you're two already. Um, but coming on here, we got to talk some, uh, some good games that happened this weekend. And one of those good games started on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. Now, if you're a Miami Hurricane fan, you're not probably, probably going to not like this podcast at the beginning because my FSU Seminoles beat y'all i don't want to say beat y'all but but we we got out we got out the win um man this was a good game uh i really didn't get to see the game uh due to the fact i was driving up to orlando but i was surprised how uh fsu was jumped out to a 17 point lead um i kind of knew that our defense was gonna keep us in the in the game but i didn't think that our defense was going to start off like how they did with the interception and uh, fumble recovery for a loss. Um, but man, uh, this this guy, Jermaine Johnson on the defensive end, that's a bad, bad boy. Um, I think he's going to he's he's one of those next level guys. He's going to make it into a league. Just his pass rushing skills um, are just elite. Um, hopefully he goes to a team that he can you know u- utilize him in his talents. But. I mean, this guy, this guy is, he, he's, he's good all the way around. Um, what's funny about this game was I kind of knew that UM was going to come back because UM has, you know, look, uh, Van Dyke, uh, the UM quarterback, uh, he is a he, very good quarterback. I knew he was going to lead his team back and, and they made the adjustments um, in the second half. Um, but, um, you know, FSU got it done with the, I think it was a fourth and fifth, uh, fourth and 14 got the completion and, and, uh, and then scored the touchdown to put them up at the end. Um, but you know, my thing is the Canes, like, this is what I hate about Canes fans because you guys talk so much tra- crap throughout the week. And then when we win, you guys make up all the excuses. You got, you guys want to talk about penalties and refs are, looking out for, you know, for FSU. They want FSU to win. This take that loss like a champ, okay? Take it, take it, take it in chin because that's what, that's what happened. You guys, you guys suck. You let Jordan Travis, Jordan Travis, which is a running, a running quarterback, you let him run all over you guys, one, and then, and then make some crucial uh, throws. Uh, I mean, Jordan Travis, look, this guy – it's probably, I believe it's his last year. Um, he's not, he's not a good quarterback. Um, he makes those one to two good throws a game. And those one to two, two good throws a game happened to happen uh, in the fourth quarter where uh, they, they made the amount of comeback. Um, but man, it, you know, what's funny that these two, 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 two teams are bad. Um, but it was, it's still the best rivalry, I think, 
one of the best rivals in college football uh, because we don't back down to, you know, UM uh, after all these years, we always put them on a schedule. We're not like the Florida Gators that don't put, you know, they get scared or the Notre Dames or whoever the case may be that's scared. No, we put UM on our schedule. We don't care what the record is and how good they are at the time uh, uh, or how bad they are. We're going to play them. And, you know, UM, I believe, had a four-game winning streak, um, and it got snapped. And I love this rivalry because it goes back and forth, you know. FSU has their seven-game win streak, and then UM has a seven-game win streak. And it's like win streaks here, back here, back and forth. So is, is this the FSU's uh, win streak time? We shall see. Um, but FSU needs a lot of help next year uh, on the offensive side, on the on, on the defensive side, because – they are going to have some people graduating. Um, so l- let's see if Mike Norvell can uh, can recruit some people, get some people on a transfer portal and, and re-up on this team. But, um, man, uh, Miami leads the rivalry 35 to 31. So let's uh, hopefully FSU can start uh, rounding off some wins and, and start leading in this rivalry. But um, And it's so funny because all my Canes fans have been kind of silent on the text messages and, 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 uh, and posts and stuff like that. I, don't, I, I wonder what's, what's going on. You know, FSP, FSU beat you guys so bad that you guys fired your athletic director. <laughs> you need to start firing your coach and, and some more people. Um, but, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of funny also that some of my coworkers uh, had to dress up their uh, office and been uh, with some FSU, uh, 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 apparel um so i can't wait to for them to see it i know uh one of one of my co-workers saw the jc actually the um my co-host saw uh saw his uh office decorated in some uh um bashing and it might take me to hr so it is what it is uh, um i'll tell i i got some uh i got some uh pictures of him in the past making fun of me so we can go back and forth on HR on that one. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, man, what a great win. That started off a great weekend for me personally um, because the next game that we want to talk about is this Dallas Cowboy game. Dallas Cowboys versus Atlanta. Um, man, it was a welcome sight to see uh, Michael Gallup back. Um, just in, just having three really great wide receivers out there. Um at the same time, Dak Prescott has his, you know, uh, you know, pick to poison. Um, he can throw it to Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, or Michael Gallup. The the difference between Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson is Michael Gallup can make those contested catches. Cedric Wilson is just a burner and, you know, can create space um, and like the little gadget plays. But Michael Gallup, man. There was one catch that this the the DB was all over him and he still made the catch. Uh, and I never I haven't seen that yet from Cedric Wilson. I ha- we have seen Cedric Wilson make some outstanding catches, you know, especially that Patriots game where he saved us from, you know, from losing that game with that fourth down reception. But I would I love my I like Gallup more because he does have speed and again he can go up and get it in contested, you know, catches. So um, it was a welcome sight to see, um, and uh, and the defense, which was surprised me a lot, was only held Atlanta to three points. 
Now, Atlanta, before this game, was like on a roll offensive-wise with Pitts and Matty Ice is feeling himself. And, you know, Matt Ryan is one of those streaky players that if he starts feeling it, he can – he can he's like – he can throw with anybody. Um, and Dallas was down Randy Gregory um, due to calf strain, which, you know, Cowboys. We're, we're going to be called the Calf Boys because I don't know how many times – the a Dallas player has been sidelined due to due to a calf injury, but uh, Randy Gregory's out. So who do we who do we lean on again? Michael Parsons and this guy. I mean, if he's not defensive rookie of the year, I don't know what to say. I don't know what you guys are looking at. Um, this this guy is just flying around. He he plays any any position we we tell him to. You know, defensive line, linebacker, you know, we he, he plays multiple roles and and just the tackling, you know, itself is just outstanding. And we got Doris Armstrong back, which was uh, which is uh, really good for us. He created some havoc also. So um, it was a good game. I, it's just one of those blowout games that we needed to reassure ourselves that we are that elite team. Um, you know, it was it, again, it was a great bounce back win. My only concern was is like the pass rush. How consistent is it going to be? And we needed to be consistent with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes coming. You know, uh, well, actually, we're going to Kansas City this upcoming weekend. Um, that's an elite offense. We need to make sure that Patrick Mahomes is in the pocket, and and we'll we'll see what Patrick Mahomes we're going to get because the last game Patrick Mahomes did what he was supposed to do, check down when he didn't have it instead of forcing the ball. But do you believe he can sustain that? I feel like Patrick Mahomes is a gunslinger and he wants to throw that ball, uh, you know, all over the field and make the big plays. Last game versus the Raiders, he was checking the ball down, doing what he's supposed to be doing. This game, what Patrick Mahomes are we going to get? I think we're going to get the gunslinger Patrick Mahomes because it's one of those hyped up games that it's Dallas versus Kansas city, you know, two historic franchises and it's at four twenty-five. it's, you know, the game of the week. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes wants to, you know, uh, put his imprint on the game. And I feel like he's going to start wants to chuck the ball all over the place and do those deep shots and, and so on and so forth. Um, which is, I think might benefit the Cowboys because, they're going to play deep. Um, you know, you have to play deep with Tyreek Hill. That guy is, he, he's not, he's, he's not called Cheetah for no reason. This guy has elite speed. So you, you're going to have to play deep on that. You're going to have to, you know, to me, I would put Trayvon Diggs on Travis Kelsey, eliminate Kelsey. Then this double, double um, Tyreek Hill and then have Jordan Lewis on Hardman or whoever the third wide receiver at, at, at the time is and let, and, and go like that. Hopefully we get a pass rush uh, in there, a decent pass rush to, um, you know, uh, disturb them uh, because they're not going to, Kansas City doesn't run the ball uh, at all. So, um, you know, that's my key to victories. If you want to, if you want to put it for Dallas, um, I do think Dallas uh, pulls off the win because, uh, Kansas City's defense is not 
that you know that good uh they struggle somewhat on the pass but on the run they struggle mighty mightily and i think this is one of those ezekiel elliott type games where he has 100 to 25 yards probably one td um i want to say tony pollard goes out there and the change of pace he probably gets i would say tony pollard probably gets like 75 yards with with a touchdown also um and dak doesn't doesn't have to really do that much uh, probably throws a touchdown to either CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. Maybe Michael Gallup gets uh, gets a toke on this, uh, a touchdown on this one. But we shall see. Um, but, yeah, man, this, this is going to be a exciting game. But, man, that Dallas win, it was a – again, it was a great bounce back win. We needed it. Um, it's it's one of those things. It's the next man up. We keep on constantly getting injury after injury. Uh, with Tyron Smith, hopefully he, he is back this week. Um, hopefully he you know he can come back and and help us out if not you know you sit him the the Kansas City game and then we have a quick turnaround for the Thanksgiving game which man this is a time of year I kind of like dread for the Cowboys because our schedule you know you play on Sunday then Thursday comes to Thanksgiving so you only have like a three days rest until you play again and then the following, you play the following Thursday, and with the following Thursday, we play against uh, New Orleans. So it's a, it's a tough stretch. But if the Dallas Cowboys come away being 3-0 and in this stretch, woo-wee, y'all, y'all better watch out now. <laughs> y'all better watch out, I'm telling you, because we're going to be a force to reckon with. Um, if we're not, you know, Super Bowl favorites, or, or up there, then I don't know what's, what people will think about us. But, um, you know, talking about the favorites, you know, and my, my last point I want to get to, um, my top five NFL teams as of now, this current moment, um, and I'm going to put this poll on my, my uh, the Big Meat Sports Instagram page and let me know what you guys think about it. Let me know what your top five is. Um, but my top five teams as of right now, uh, this current moment, you know, I'm not talking about Super Bowl winning or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about this current moment. Um, so we'll start off the list. I got the Buffalo Bills at number five. Uh, the only thing, the thing that's concerning with me with the Buffalo Bills is a running game. Uh, they have a good defense. Um, their offense, you know, uh, passing wise, it, it, it can match up to anybody because uh, they do have Emmanuel Sanders and and digs out there that creates space and Cole, Cole, Mr. I'm not going to get vaccinated Beasley um, out there also. So, you know, the only thing that they don't have is a running game. So you, you, you saw some concerning alarm with the Jacksonville Jaguar game. And I don't know if that was a blueprint, but you know, you know, the bills went out there uh, the next game and beat up the jets, but yeah, who doesn't beat up the jets now in these days. So I can't really, you know, I have my five just because of the running uh, game uh, concerns that I have. So um, Bill's at five. Uh, I have Tampa Bay um, at number four. Uh, you know, they have a really good offense, even, you know, with Gronk out right now. Um, but their defensive concerns are in the secondary. And that's what's con- concerning for me is can they stop anybody that has a great passing attack Um, because, you know, when it comes to uh, playoff time, you need to, you, you, 
you're going to need that element in your defense. And I don't, you know, they can stop the run. Um, but I just feel like their secondary is so trash that people are just not even running on them and just passing the ball. And they got beat by Washington, which is a very uh, big surprise this past week. Um, getting beat by the Washington football team. I, I didn't mean, you know, it kind of sucks because I had Tom Brady as, on my fantasy and boy gave me like, you know, in the teen points, I thought he was going to destroy, um, destroy the Washington football team, but he didn't. So, but yeah, but that's my concern. And I have them at number four, um, number three, I have the Tennessee Titans. Um, I would have them a little bit higher, but without Derrick Henry, that is a major problem with, with no Derrick Henry, I don't think that uh, the Titans can get it done in the playoffs. Um, yes, Derrick Henry is expected to be back, but what kind of Derrick Henry are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that we saw at the beginning of the year, um, or are we going to get a little hobbled one because of uh, the fracture in his foot? Because if you really look at that fracture, it's basically every time he cuts – he he can re-injure it. Like I I think he needed to be out a little bit more. And it's I, you know, to me, I think it's a season ending injury, but he's trying to come back before the season ends. And, you know, are you gonna get that explosive Derrick Henry? Um, because you I don't I don't trust, I can't put all my eggs in one basket for uh Tannehill to win me a game. Um Julio, Julio Jones can't stay healthy. Uh, A.J. Brown is only one that's, you know, somewhat consistent on that football team. Um, but again, I, I, you know, their defense is playing really, really well. Um, but, you know, when you're going, you're going to come against some good offenses in the playoffs. Can you get it done? And I don't think that Tannehill can get it done and win the uh, Tennessee Titans a playoff game. Um, at number two, I have my Dallas Cowboys. And the reason I have them at, at number two is the lack of pass rush um, is the only thing that scares me. Um, you know, is that going to be different when Demarcus Lawrence comes back? Uh, you know, Randy Gregory comes back and they all play at the same time with Michael Parsons um, because we have some key pieces that came back. Tristan Hill, uh, Neville Gallimore is still out, um, you know, when he comes back. How is that going to affect, you know, our, you know, defensive uh, pass rush and creating pressures on these quarterbacks? Because right now we're in the middle of the pack on creating pressures and we're not, you know, you know, team quarterbacks that have time with us uh, on our secondary. Yes. Our secondary does make, you know, plays here and there with Trayvon Diggs with uh, his interceptions uh, and Anthony Brown, which man, this guy, Anthony Brown has been playing outstanding. And a lot of people were writing him off because of his, you know, play uh, wanted to trade him, you know, at the beginning of the year, uh, trade deadline came. They want to trade him also, but he's just been really consistent for him. Him and Jordan Lewis uh, have been really consistent for us and and making plays. I think Anthony Brown probably has like four interceptions, three or four interceptions, if I stand corrected. Um, so you know, it's without a a gr- like a decent pass rush that creates strain for your secondary. Um, so I want to. That's my only concern with the Cowboys, and that's why I have him at number two um and number one i have uh green bay and right now i just gotta say green bay is the more uh, most complete teams on all aspects they 
Their defense is playing uh, very well right now. The offense with, you know, led by Aaron Rodgers, don't matter who you put back there. Uh, they can, they, they, uh, you know, he can, he can uh, pass it uh, to them. You know, uh, he, he just, he, he doesn't have need those big uh, name wide receivers, even though he has uh, uh, one over there. Um, but, you know, I want to see how this offense fares without Aaron Jones as a running back because he has a sprained MCL. Um, but I think they can get it done uh, with a backup, and his name is escaping me right now. But I think they, they can get it done uh, with that. And, again, they're, they're right now uh, Green Bay is a more complete team. That's why I have them at one. Um, so just recap my list. Again, Bills, number five. Tampa Bay, number four. Titans, number three. Cowboys, number two. And Green Bay number one. So I'm put it up on my Instagram page, uh, you know, on, uh, you know, my list. You guys let me know uh, who do you guys, uh, who you guys think should be on the list, who you guys, uh, if any of the teams should be lower or higher on this list. And we'll let's debate, love to interact with my fans. Um, but again, thank you for tuning in for this episode. Again, thank, uh, sorry for coming on here late, but it was uh, Miss Stella Sky's uh, birthday. Uh, number uh, second birthday this weekend uh so i had to spend some time with the family which loved that disney world so shout out to stella uh stella sky turning two years old love that girl um and again thank you for tuning in don't forget to you know if you if you haven't checked us out on apple uh podcast spotify youtube and our instagram page go check it out our instagram page has all the links uh below um that you, you easy accessible for you guys to uh check out our podcast and uh we'll catch you on the next episode take care